Welcome to another episode of the PWO WrestleCast. It's Ryan. It's the frontman, D. White. It is... The Monday Night Express. There we go. Choo-choo. Gosh, what a crazy week and weekend it's been. Um, Mm. Just jam-packed with news, uh, professional wrestling, um, all types of stuff. Um... Real quick before we jump in, um, I do want to make note. I know there's been a lot going on with Charlotte Flair's of late um, in in the professional wrestling world. Um, there's just a little bit too much of there's too much of a gray area for us to really comment on anything. Um, and Dwight thinks it's a work. And I think it's that, a work. <laughs> and he said that, and I immediately was like, oh. It's probably a work. So we're going to hold off on that for now, but there's still a ton of stuff to do. Um, Started off with our show rankings for the week. It includes Raw, NXT, SmackDown, Impact, Rampage, Dynamite. That is the Sensational Six, or sometimes the Subpar Six, depending on what kind of week it is. Um, We kind of spoke off air and kind of got our our, our, our list combined um i will go first um my list is virtually the same as last week um i switched my top two shows um so that would be AEW dynamite as my number one show of the week um i thought top to bottom that card was really good uh number two rampage number three impact uh this would be impacts uh go home show for Mount for glory which we'll talk about um Number four show of the week is SmackDown Live. This um, included their new roster um, because it was post-Crown Jewel, which we will also talk about. Um, Number five, NXT 2.0. And then number six would be Monday Night Raw. This was the go-home show for Crown Jewel. And then tonight's episode of Raw will be the um, season premiere. (laughs) Um, Yeah. So, yeah. Honestly, it's a lot of the same stuff. I don't want to double double dip as far as what we talked about last week because um, I know we went pretty in-depth last week as far as our thoughts on the product as a whole um, for each brand, essentially, and kind of um, talked a little bit about each show. Um, Dwight, what did you think about wrestling this week? Well, you know, but I was going to say, if we go back to last week, we had a lot more, at least for myself, um, I was more positive about SmackDown um, than I had been in a while, and I'm not that positive now. I mean, I guess it was kind of a throwaway show, sort of, um, because of Crown Jewel and all, but um, just the way it was presented. But I, yeah, I, I, my my rankings are gonna be are gonna be the same. I did for just a bit. I was a, a, a flipping. Um, a, a flipping impact a little bit. I mean, I, I gave him some grace because it was a go-home show, but uh, I, I didn't think it was as good as a week before impact. 
But um, yeah, I'm, I've got the same thing as you. I do. I have Dynamite and then Rampage, uh, then Impact, then SmackDown, then NXT, and then Raw. Uh, Raw except I want to put a little asterisk in there because I want to mention this, if I may. May I? Absolutely. Go right ahead. Okay. As you know, um, I've consumed all kinds of wrestling um, that I that from you, you never can tell what, what I'm going to spend an hour and a half watching. Um, Man, I cannot tell you, and I'm going to go on, on record for this, and I know it may disappoint some people, um, especially some of our purists uh, in, the, uh, in the audience or on the team. Um, dude, I have, I, I'm, I'm, I'm done with Ring of Honor and their empty arena TV shows. They need to, they need to get it. To, this, is, this is, I get it, man. I get the whole thing, but you look around. There's 50,000 people in football stadiums. There's people everywhere. There's, there's stuff going on. The empty arena thing, it just, it's lost it for me. The Ring of Honor has, has held on to it. And they still are. This week, it's still an empty arena. And I'm, I'm watching the first match, and I'm going, it's Brian Johnson and PJ Black. And I'm going, okay. Like, I would love this match, right? That's, that's a match I want to mm -hmm. see. Except the echoes in the empty arena. And there's empty seats. And, the, and the, you know, you can hear, you know, Todd. Todd Sinclair moving around the ring and it's like guys guys <laughs> you're killing your product like seriously and then you look and think about this Ryan and I don't know if we're going to bring it up but we can if you look at the GCW shows you look at the you know the you got a lot of ring of honor guys venturing out and it's like I, maybe because I don't know if you guys know this if you don't don't, don't know yet uh, the Briscoes are the new GCW tag team champions. Okay. And it's like, I'm really super, like, I want to love Ring of Honor, but I was, I just, I, I don't know what it was. I just got a feeling when I watched it like I normally do because I, I DVR it late Saturday night because it comes on like one o'clock in the morning. And usually Sunday is part of my Sunday routine, watch Ring of Honor. And I watched it. I was like, this is boring. I'm sorry. Mm -hmm. It's boring. There's no electricity. No matter how hard they try, the vignettes and stuff, it's just like, it's done, guys. Like, you, you need to get this figured out. If you need to move out of the, to put the bubble somewhere else, whatever you got to do. But this can't continue because the product is stale in comparison to everything else. That's my thing of the week. That's sort of my, it's below seven. Like, I, there was, I couldn't even, I couldn't tell you, but I was so disappointed Ring Alive. Yeah, and I think because uh, we had tantalizing Tony on a while back, we met him at mm -hmm. uh, at at Best in the World back in July, and it was distant seating when we went, right. and even he was like, you know, just 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 the crowd just so dead, and at the time we had taken it for, um, you know, just the crowd being just overworked, overwhelmed. For a lot mm -hmm. of people, this was their first wrestling show back. So we kind of yeah. gave them a break on it. Um, and we thought that maybe they would have fans by now because everybody has them now. Right. So I don't really understand what they're trying to drive here as far as um, not having fans. And even Brian Zane, who um, wrestling with the rep, um, mm -hmm is doing some backstage work, um, doing some work on commentary. Mm -hmm. um, 
I mean, he's, I mean, he says nothing but great things about them, about just their drive for safety. Uh, but that's what everybody's doing. And everybody has fans. Like, like you couldn't turn on an NFL game this weekend and not see almost a stadium jam-packed with people. And people had masks on. Okay, cool. Right. Great. Right. And I think that, and, and it's, I get it. The safety thing, it's, Okay, I appreciate the effort that's gone forward. They they've done a lot. And during when things during the uh, you know, when everything was locked down, I think they did some of the best work. They really did some creative things. But but it's like they have been so hesitant to come back. I don't know if they're locked into a deal out there at uh, UNBC, mm-hmm. if that if that's the situation where they're just locked yeah. into I know I know they record a bunch at once, and so they're probably, you know, they're they're behind on things, but it's like Guys, um, th- there's a there's an abundance of caution, and then there's killing your business. And I think um, that's that's one of those things that that. And if I, I can make this as a comparison, and we've seen it, um, there was a lot of restaurants who did the right thing, uh, did things, and made, and and then they went out of business. Um, and so at some point, you're going to go, no, 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 we're being cautious. No, no, we're being cautious. It was like, yeah, you're being cautious, and and GCW has far surpassed them now. I mean, GCW is, 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 is pushing forward and where Ring of Honor used to be that, right? They were the sort of where you look to find the next big guys. That's not where you're looking now. They, yeah. they've, got a bu- they've got a bunch of people locked in contracts, but, uh, you know, I don't know, man. I don't think it bodes well for the future for them. That's just, that's, and I hate to say it. It breaks my heart to say it. Yeah. But, uh, you know. But that's just that's all I wanted to say about that. Yeah, uh, but 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 no, I I agree. I think I think the next step for them, um, and like you said, it could just be a deal with whoever they have right now. Um, it just got announced the other day. The final battle is coming to Baltimore, um, right. December. I want to say eleven. Um, right. So at the old those. at the old Baltimore Arena. So um, I mean that's yeah. a. That's a historic wrestling uh, uh, venue. I mean, there's been some, and you know from from referee's discretion, there's been some really great shows in that arena. There's been some real turds back in the WCW days there, but yeah, I, I saw a couple of them in person. But um, yeah, so I'm looking forward to that. So maybe that's that's where they turn it around. But um, I, if you look back just in like 2017, 2018, I mean, when they were touring and they you know they had the deal with new japan and gosh it was so cool to see those i mean some of those shows that they would have just on honor club and stuff um yeah I w- it was it was really like that's where it was and now it's yeah. like not not only did they not they have they they were dragging it back from lo- you know from basically aew stealing their <laughs> their talent right um but yeah. now it's like they're just I don't know. It's 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 not good, and I, I guess Sinclair doesn't care. Um, Sinclair Broadcasting because you know it's free content. <laughs> it's free content for them. I'm sure Todd Sinclair cares, but yeah. Sinclair Sinclair Broadcasting gets gets free content out of them. So uh, for their stations, but anyway, I'll leave it at that. Yeah. Um, so yeah, we 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 both had it the same again this week. That uh, we switched. Did you switch Dynamite and Rampage at the top of yours? Yeah, because last time I had Rampage on top because of that sweet match with uh, Daniel Bryan. I mean Bryan Danielson. Yeah, 
Minoru Suzuki. Um, mm-hmm. But yeah, so both on par again. We're two for two, two weeks in a row. Um, Dynamite Rampage Impact, SmackDown Live, NXT 2.0, and Raw. Um, it'll be very interesting tonight on Raw to see how they kind of turn around, if they kind of take this kind of kind of season premiere opportunity and run with it. Um, we'll see. Uh, it's um, Becky, Be- Becky versus Charlotte. That's where we're going. Yeah, Becky versus Charlotte. Well, and not to mention we got Survivor Series coming out of the corner. But speaking of WWE pay-per-views, um, so it was announced earlier today for the first time in history, WWE has announced all of their dates and locations for the year. Um, yeah, yeah, so um, I think the big story here, though, is that they are moving to Saturday shows. Right. Um, which I can't tell you, and I know we crap on WWE a lot, you know, for the you know for for the silly booking for the inconsistent storylines for the i'm gonna do what you what i want to do you're gonna deal with it kind of attitude but they're moving to saturday is a fantastic idea yeah i do too i do too yeah um it's gonna start um saturday january 1st at it's and i'm pretty sure this is what it's called now um day one um it's oh. it's what it's their kind of pseudo replacement for TLC, um, but it's the first day of the year. It falls on, but I I have a feeling that the show is actually going to be called Day One. Um, interesting. Um, followed by Saturday the 29th is Royal Rumble. WrestleMania is two nights again, starting Saturday April second. Um, over the summer, they have some Sunday shows. Um, but Money in the Bank is on Saturday, July 2nd. SummerSlam is Saturday, July 30th. Um, and then even Survivor Series of next year is Saturday, November 26th. Um, but yeah, um, and this is, uh, and Nick Khan even said, since returning to live events, special our fans have graciously expressed a tremendous appetite to attend WWE shows, um, which is why they rolled out the entire list for the year. So um, I think it's a good idea for them. And and I know from us, from, I mean, when, when we were uh, getting together more regularly for the pay-per-views, Saturdays always work way better, you know, Mm -hmm. so much easier, so much easier or so much more fun to get together for like a, you know, a takeover uh, AEW, (laughs) you know, weekend than it was to like, Oh gosh, Sunday, we got to do this again, you know? So yeah, I'm, uh, I, I mean, I <laughs> now that now the only only p- problem is for them getting getting uh, something on those shows that are compelling to make me to watch, and that might be harder than just rescheduling. Yeah. Um, oh well, let's get to the good stuff from this weekend. Um, let's do it. I want I want to start with the G one climax final. Um, this was. On the 21st, so there's, oh my gosh, uh, Thursday, question mark? God, I don't know. And I know it's not in chronological order like I originally wanted it to. Um, There's only a couple things to note from this show, because typically with the G1 final, it's a lot of tag matches, um, a lot of six, eight-man matches. Um, I think the one thing to note is is Zack Sabre Jr. wrestled to a time limit draw. 
um, on this card. It was a five-minute match, um, and it was against Katsuyori Shibata, um, making making his triumphant return. Um, I was super disappointed at the pop that he got, and I and I think the reason being is that they've they've seen Shibata on you know be be a part of shows right um and i think that's kind of why the pop wasn't what i wanted it to be um but he hasn't like wrestled since 2017 right it was it was april of 2017 it was him and okada and he finished the match uh ended up getting and i'm no doctor by any stretch um but it's like a flashback brain... stage yeah it's like yeah. an aneurysm or something or yeah yeah it was it's it's a subtle hematoma mm-hmm. um it is a collection of blood usually associated with a traumatic brain injury that gathers between the inner layer of something or other okay so it was a pretty bad brain injury um so i haven't seen him since yeah it was then, well i mean that's legit that's like legit life threatening you know yeah and there was even, you know, a point in time when he was told he, that he wasn't going to wrestle again. Right. Um, you know, and, yeah. So, I mean, it's, it's, it's always super good to see things like this happen in our world, especially today where, you know, it's all, it's all stupid and we get over, we, we get into arguments on, you know, you know Twitter for, you know, stupid stuff, or we're arguing which show is better. Um, mm-hmm. But this, but but this is a super cool moment. Um, I'm not saying he's going to go out tomorrow and wrestle a 35 minute Matt, Matt classic, but I think um, there there's no reason why we shouldn't be able to see him in next year's GG one as long as everything is on the up and up. Yeah, and that's I think that's probably the big question mark. It was good to see him. Uh, we've we but you know we have seen him right he's been involved on the outside he's been you know he's been there um mm-hmm. but as far as wrestling i mean it's a good thing I, I don't know why the i mean first of all um new japan audiences aren't really known for going bonkers you know so, yeah. <laughs> so but 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 then again it what it's what happened i mean him being in there was important and not just that but you know that he i mean against a guy like zach saber jr um yeah, good, good. Just good to see him in there. That was that was. Uh, I mean, he's because it's 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 tragic and and to see somebody come back. That's that's. I mean, it's always good. Mm. And then the only other thing of note, and uh, feel and feel free to add anything if I <laughs> if there's something of note, but um, Kazuchika Okada defeating Kota Ibushi to win the G1 Climax. Um, and it was, and it kind of wasn't a clean finish. Um, right. we get, um, it was, it was kind of a strange finish. Um, Ibushi goes for a Phoenix splash, uh, kind of crashes and burns. Um, and then the referee stops it. Yeah. Um, <laughs> and then we find out later that he, that he dislocated his shoulder. Yeah. Um, He's fine. 
Um, but this is not, I don't think anybody expected this tournament to end, let alone this entire tournament to go. I mean, who would have thought that you would have had Naito get hurt in the, in, in the first night of matches and then the final ending on an injury? Like, it, it's, I gotta say, this is one of the craziest uh, G1s we, we've seen in at least a few years. Yeah, and they're always crazy moments in, in them because they write them that way, right? We always have the the win, the people that aren't supposed to win, win. And we, you know, like Hulk Cabana when he was in there a couple years ago. Um, you know, mm -hmm. so you, you always have stuff like that. But yeah, like the the, the unsuspect the, the unexpected things that just sort of where they have to go right back to the drawing board. This one, I'm not sure. Like, like and and I thought about it, I was like, well, get, maybe Okada was going over anyway. You know what I yeah. mean? And they just they just didn't want to take a chance on it. And mm -hmm. uh, because when it happened, I mean, it, it put me in the mind of like, um, we've seen some pretty grisly like arm breaks and stuff mm -hmm. over the years. Uh, but then you could tell it was definitely a shoulder when I looked at it a second time. And, and so you just never know, right? You never know in those situations because um, it could be super serious. So I don't know. I mean, it was 25 minutes into the match. So it wasn't like, it, it was, they were probably headed toward the finish, you know, or at least getting mm -hmm. set up for it. So, um, yeah, I, I, I don't know. I, I'm, gl I'm glad Okada won, but I don't feel good about it. You know what I mean? Because I, I just didn't want to, I didn't want another Abushi thing. Yeah. And it's, and it's not that it was like a dirt, it, it wasn't like a, you know, dirty or a screwy finish. It wasn't right. little like, it, it wasn't like your typical, you know, like, evil match um right. it's just one of those things in wrestling that just happens and you're like oh i will continue to crap on evil's parade he's the i was giving that out. energy that's why i laughed i was like you're just you're just killing my man evil man you kill him it's so sad to see what he's become because it, it because he used to be like one of the guys we would talk on here frequently about and we'd be like, oh, when's it gonna be evil's time? It's gotta be evil's time coming. And then they make the, they make the turn last, last summer because we I I guess we needed another cog in the stable that it that that is Bullet Club, you know. And I don't just, think I think just, I think they just panicked. They didn't know what to do. It was they yeah. just hot It was a WWE but, move. Yeah, and you know what? It's it's not that he can't wrestle. It's the way he's being booked. Like he's Bro. being booked as a he's he's being booked as a pussy, is what it is. He can't win matches on his own. It's always it's always him and freaking Dick to go. Always. Wait, let, me, let me throw let me throw this out to you because you're talking about other another nothing else happened. You know on the show. Mm. Uh, just think about the 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 few days that Jeff Cobb had. Okay, he goes yeah. from being undefeated in the G one. To losing out, to then losing in a tag match to Toriano <laughs> and Yuji Nagata. I mean, yeah. dang, Jeff. You know what I mean? Poor guy. I mean, he yeah. was right there. Dude, he was undefeated. <laughs> yeah. They should have pulled the trigger. Went in the toilet too, really quickly for him. So. Yeah, unfortunately. Um, but yeah, that was the G1 final. Um, hoping Ibushi, uh doesn't rush back. Hopefully, he's ready enough in time for Wrestle Kingdom. Um, 
you know, and I think that I think that Naito's knee injury will maybe make Dominion a better target for him uh, mm-hmm. starting next summer than than Wrestle Kingdom. But strange things happened. Right. John John Cena came back in like three to four four months from his mm-hmm. injury at, at at the Rumble and won the whole thing and. So, yeah. who, so who knows? It's yeah. The only thing about shoulders, and you, you can ask Hot Sauce Tracy Williams. You know, what, mm-hmm. a, a shoulder injury like that can become recurrent. Yep. And it can, it can just be always be a thing. And you know the style that Abushi wrestles, like he's out there pretty on the edge, you know, wide open. And so it's that's it's not a necessarily a thing where it could you know, like a career ending or anything like that, but it definitely can be something that would affect his style for sure. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, um, we are going to move on to Crown Jewel. Yeah, yeah. Now, I think it's it's been noted, it's been documented, it's been, it's been said on here many a times, um, that the Saudi shows are not good. Typically, they are not great. Um, typically, I think it was somebody on Twitter that said, oh, it's just another blood money show, um, which typically it is. Um, I will say, um, and this might be a hot take, I don't know, this is probably the best Saudi show they've had since their agreements um their 10-year deal with saudi arabia whatever yeah and i I don't think it's close you know i really don't yeah i i think it's Uh, i think it's and even i mean goldberg had a not awful match (laughs) i mean really yeah (laughs) i mean it was so yeah i mean I, i i i think it, it's one of those things where expectations were low, but I don't think they necessarily were because you could tell they were trying to make this into something, um, which they did. So, yeah, yeah let's. Um, I, 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 I mean, it's and 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 they didn't, and uh, I guess all the talent got to leave without any problems. Too, so, yeah, um, well, that's what um, that's what Matt and I were talking about on um, on the prediction show was that. There were like almost two dozen, two two dozen talent that that took their own private jets in because right. uh, there was there was that fear, um, but obviously not everybody on you know on the roster can do that. Um, uh, but let's jump into this. Um, on the mm-hmm. pre-show, we had um, we had the Usos go over. Uh, the reformed hurt business that'd be Cedric Alexander and Shelton Benjamin. Um, I thought it was a pretty good pre. I thought it was a pretty good pre-show match. I, I was like, yes, it was actually good. Like not even yeah. like like I, it was not even good for a pre-show match. It was it was mm-hmm. just a good match. I mean, I thought I thought mm-hmm. it was. Um, I did not like the fact I hate non-title matches. I hate them. Yeah, a passion. I mean, come on, make a – get some kind of stipulation or have some screwy finish or something to, to fix mm-hmm. that. Don't do this. And so – but, I mean, it was good. I mean, because that's – there's four good guys. So, great to see Heart Business back. They, they never should have been. Yeah. Um, 
No, you're right. Uh, we open up the show with the Hell in a Cell match. Um, we get Edge defeating Seth Rollins. Um, this was, according to Dave Meltzer, uh, the highest rated show or the, the highest rated match on the entire card. He gave it a four seven five out of five. Um, yep. which I which I which I thought was a fantastic match, and I gave credit to them on the prediction show. I said, finally, we're using the Hell in the Cell for something other than a gimmick show. Right. This is a feud that has been building and is and is and is going to culminate with this. You know, mm-hmm. this is the blow-off. And um, you know, hell in a cell, that's what that's for. That is exactly what it's used for. And you know, I thought they used the cell very well. I thought they used the weapons well. I thought the story was told really, really well. Uh, there was I don't think there's anything they missed in this match. No, man. And it was, you know, it was one of those ones where I was I was at work while this is happening. And so I got little mm-hmm. alerts and I'm deciding whether I want to watch it or not. And I was like a couple of friends of mine at work. And, and he goes, he goes, yeah, man, from what I hear, this match, match is really good. We're going to have to stay after and watch it. And so, yeah, it, it was. And it just speaks to the talent of those two guys, especially Seth Rollins. I'm, honest, I'm, I'm sorry. Um, he's probably the best thing going on wwe as far as total package of 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 promos and character work and and in-ring work um right now i mean i think he he probably is an edge i mean good lord that 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 guy worked he he's he he didn't yes he looks like he's a lot older than he does but man he's still that guy he's still at a rave dar superstar yeah, no doubt about it. And I didn't know this is only his second Hell in a Cell match. And I um, did, oh, no, did he? Did he? Did, hey, he had one with the Undertaker. Didn't he? Yeah, mm-hmm. the one where yeah. he got choked through the rings. Yeah. Ooh. Yeah. Yeah. It got it got all cinematic at the end, like like yeah. there was like a camera cut, and then it was kind of like grainy for a little bit, and then choking through, right. and then fire came out. Yes. Yeah, <sighs> so. so and, um, and, uh, I was I will say that on and you know I, I frequently go to uh, the cagematch.net database um, as as a better rating system because they do uh, votes and they have hundreds and hundreds mm-hmm. of votes. Uh, that was an eight point seven six rating out of mm-hmm. ten. So that's I think that may be the highest rated um, WWE match that wasn't uh, Walter and Dragonov this year. Damn. Probably, yeah. Um, so, 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 where do you think Edge goes from here? Because now he's been drafted to Raw. That will start tonight. Um, obviously, he's just defeated Seth Rollins, and Edge is only contractually obligated for X amount of matches a year. So, does he take time off? Does he go after maybe Big E? No, I mean I don't think they, that he does that. But then again, I mean, do we see heel edge come back? I mean, I don't know. Because if he's going after Big E, then that's the edge I want to see. You know. But I don't I don't know if that if that ship has sailed, I'm not sure. But um you could even say the cell has changed him. Oh yeah, that could be. I mean I mean, I mean 
I mean, the finish was that he did a curb stomp. So, I mean, I mean, it's not an edges move moveset at all. <laughs> right. Right. Yeah. So I don't um, know. Is is my answer is I don't know, and mm-hmm. I'm gonna. I'm. I'm. I would. I would say I'm eager to find out, but I'm. I'm not ever eager to watch Raw. So. That's fair. Up next, Monsoor defeating Mustafa Ali. Um, I think this prediction was clear as day. Um, Mansoor um, is undefeated in singles competition in Saudi Arabia. Um, it is it is what it is. Um, I mean, it was a fine match. Um, nothing. I mean, it, it was a it was an above average match. But yeah, um, it, and Mansoor needed to win, obviously. I mean, yeah. right? Mm-hmm. Yeah, and, and and I think I mean it. I mean it does. I mean, of course, Mustafa Ali just this whole storyline with those two has really elevated him for sure. And uh, so it's almost like a blow off too. Really, I mean, we're not going to keep that going, are we? No, I don't think so. Um, I mean, WWE is pretty on the nose about um, kind of, kind of early card matches to middle of the card matches, getting a rematch mm-hmm. on the next night on Raw. Um, right. I will say, though, the post-match, um, I didn't know who the guy was. I freaking had to Google him. Um, uh, but his name is Tareg Hamedi. Um, oh, yeah. He represented yeah, like... Saudi Arabia in the 2020 Summer Olympics. Well, yeah. 2021. Uh, yeah. Um, yeah. Taekwondo, I think it was. He, it's karate, actually. Oh, okay. Karate. Yeah. Okay. Um, he is... In Kumite and Team Kumite, um, okay. but now he comes out, uh, kicks uh, kicks Ali in the head, um, okay. celebrating with the crowd, hooray! Um, yep. Yeah, it, it wouldn't surprise me if they had a match tonight, but even then, Monsoor should go over, and that feud should be done. We don't need right. anymore. Yep, and that and. Whether we knew that guy or not, the people there definitely did. <laughs> the way yeah. the crowd reacted, so that, that's all that matters. <laughs> mm-hmm. um, up next, Randy Orton and Riddle defend and retain their Raw Tag Team titles against AJ Styles and Omos. Um, I'll be honest with you; I didn't care about this. Yeah. I don't- I I really didn't. We've seen this. We've seen it. We've seen it. Yeah. Yeah. And I'm and I'm over it. Um, I mean, I mean, Randy Orton and Riddle. Everybody's looking for the split to happen. Um, you know, and AJ Styles and 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 Omos almost got split during the draft. So just a bunch of guys in the ring. In the longest Queen's Crown tournament match, it's the finals. Um, as Zelina Vega defeats Dewdrop with a code freaking red. Yeah, and that's one of the worst matches I've seen this year. Oh, I don't know. I don't know if you've seen Alexa Bliss uh, versus Eva Marie. 
Yeah, well, this one was hot. Gar- yeah, that one was bad too. This that one was, was super hot- bad. This one was hot garbage. Hey, I'm gonna. I got a got a power issue. I'll be right back. I'm just. Gonna, I'm not. I'm not leaving. So, you know, talk amongst yourselves. You're good. Um, I will say that Zelina Vega is more than a competent worker. Um, I I I will say that typically in a match like this where you have two totally opposite styles in the ring you can either get a really good match and it just flows really well or you get a just just a just a clunker of a match because nothing really clicks um and i think it was the latter unfortunately um i don't really think the dewdrop is that great of an in-ring competitor um uh, i know that um she's still well i mean she's 30 um you know, but she was over um, on NXT UK for a while, then came over. She was with Eva Marie for a little bit. Um, but what she's done, I'm not very impressed. And I don't know if that's because of the way she's being booked or how she actually is. Um, but I'm I'm not impressed. Um, I mean, she's a crowd favorite, so... They're going to keep putting her in these high-profile spots, I feel like. Um, And this is the longest match of the Queen's Crown Tournament, which is absolutely crazy. We had, and we did this on the prediction show, but, but, you know, we had matches go for 210, 140, 125, 259, 245, and 240. And then um, at Crown Jewel, we get Zelina Vega and Dewdrop for almost six minutes um you know and if you look at the king of the ring which we'll get to in a little bit but just the difference between the time given to this tournament compared to that one is just is just night and day there's such a huge difference well you know and then i i don't know if you saw but someone had posted it may have been uh on the group chat but um the total like the amount of wrestling that um ruby soho has done in AEW is so far is more than she did in like a year and a half. Like the total amount of time in the wrestling match. Mm-hmm. Like it's just, and it was like, that's not because, yeah. yeah, I mean, that's what they are. These TV women's matches are three and a half minutes, they're two minutes, or a minute 45. And then you get on the pay per view, ah, we'll just give them five minutes. I mean, it's 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 insane. I mean, I'm sorry, I don't want to see any more than five minutes of that do drop Zelina Vega match, but you know, it was weird because it felt like to me they booked that tournament and they went, uh, I guess somebody's got to win this, <laughs> you know, it's like, like they like they yes. booked the tournament and then had no idea where it was going because this can't be. I'm sorry, but that cannot be the final that they that they thought was going to be the final. It can't be. I don't know. I, it's I don't want to say yeah, but um. So you talked about Ruby Soho, her title match with Doctor Rip Baker, DMD, thirteen minutes twenty seconds. Just looking at her last uh, few matches here, her match against Emmy Sakura on Dark Elevation, mm-hmm. uh, four minutes and ten seconds. Right. It would have been the second longest match in this tournament. Um, <laughs> looking to Rampage, 
her match against the bunny was nine minutes. Yep. Um, and then um, the match on Saturday Night Dynamite against Penelope Ford was eight minutes and 30 seconds. So I think I, I think it's very clear how WWE views their women's division now. I think if you're not one of the premier players, you're not getting the time because I'll jump ahead to the triple threat that got that was the long the second longest match of the night other than the Hell in a Cell. It was 19 minutes and 22 seconds. Now mm. I'm sure that's longer than the entire tournament. Yeah. I'm not doing the math. Um, well, I, I mean, it's not far from it. I mean, that's what yeah. I think, sure. Yeah. Um, moving on, though, Goldberg defeating Bobby Lashley in a no-holds-barred, balls-count-anywhere match. Um, in a match, I think, surprised a lot of people. It surprised me. All right, hey, I, I, hold on, hold on. Let me go back. I'm gonna, I'm gonna give you a, a little old. I gotta be the dean of old school again for a bit because I was, I was just mm. making sure I looked this up. WrestleMania two, fabulous Moolah versus Velvet McIntyre for the WWF Women's Championship. How long do you think that match went? Mm. It was WrestleMania two, so we're looking at 1986. Okay. Um, I'd say probably about seven minutes. One minute and 25 seconds. Okay. <laughs> All right. So I, I, guess, I guess we know how they feel about women's wrestling. Do, do you think it's fair to say, like, not just the people at the top, the, the, the Beckys, the Charlottes, we know how, but, but like women's wrestling. I think that, I think mm -hmm. that's a, where, 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 let me just tell you this. Uh, in WrestleMania 3, Hillbilly Jim, Haiti Kid, and Little Beaver, Versus King Kong Bundy, Little Tokyo, and Lord Little Brick uh, went three minutes and 25 minutes. So there you go. Because um, we like to compare brands so much. Uh, Deanna Praza versus Mickey James was 13 minutes and 17 seconds. Right. And WWE had nothing for either of those ladies. <laughs> yeah. For some reason. All right. Um, we got to stop. We got to stop, man. Yeah. No, you're fine. Um, but this Goldberg match was better than he normally does. I think the yes. finish was really. I thought the finish was really cool. Um, mm -hmm. I thought that was a really neat spot there. I'm glad it wasn't to the other side of the stage because that's where the camels were. Right. Um, <laughs> Table, but, tables, uh, ladders, and camels. <laughs> yeah, tables, ladders, chairs, camels. Yeah. yeah. Um, that's fine. Hopefully, we don't see Goldberg here on TV uh, for a while, and hopefully, Lashley can get back in the win column. He's lost to. I know he just lost here, um, but he's got the Hurt Business back together, so maybe we'll get a rematch with him and Biggie. Yep. I, I will say Goldberg did a jackhammer for real. We didn't get to see that. Yeah. Which is, it looked good. Okay. Good job. Yeah. Uh, the finals for the King of the Ring tournament, Xavier Woods defeats Ben Balor in under 10 minutes. There's right. much to say other than that. I mean, it's it's. I mean, I mean, you're bringing Finn Finn Balor back up to the main roster. What do you What do you expect? I mean, yeah. Um, speaking of Finn Balor, though, there was a funny um. So somebody cut the clip together of when um Ar uh, when uh, when Arn Anderson came down to the ring and he did the he did the gun and he pulled the trigger and it was that <laughs> yeah. clip from uh him and Roman Reigns. 
<laughs> and the rope broke and he fell. <laughs> yeah. Uh, um, good, yeah. good for Xavier Woods. Um, he's a he's a good company guy. Deserves the best. Um, right. Talked to him on Twitter for a couple minutes the other day. So this awesome. one's for Xavier. Well, yeah. and you know what? Let me just throw this out here. Arn Anderson is is in no way favor in favor of gun violence. Uh, you know, I'm just putting that out there. Despite what the chance the other night would lead you to believe. So um, this was a good match. I wish Finn Balor would have won, period. And I like Xavier Woods, right? I want him to have that. Uh, mm -hmm. I just, I just, do, I would just rather it had not been at the expense of Finn Balor. Because yeah. Finn no, Balor, no, he, I agree. He deserves better. Yeah, I agree. Um, the WWE Championship match, Big E defends against Drew McIntyre. I don't think anybody saw this going the way. Um, you know, Big E's only had the title for a few weeks. Yeah. I mean, I mean, yeah, they're was, not oh, taking it off of him yet. It was a good match, though. I mean, yeah, they work, it was they work well together. Yeah. Very interested to see where Big E goes from here. Right. Um, but that's why we have Monday Night Raw. Uh, speaking of Monday Night Raw, um, Becky Lynch defending her SmackDown Women's title and retaining against Bianca Belair and Sasha Banks. Yeah, I like the ending. I mean, I don't, I don't, I don't say I like the ending, but I'm the way they did it. I think it protected everybody. Um, yeah, Bianca definitely in the match was the star, and that, and she really needed to be. Um, yeah, that the like one hand press thing, and and anybody that looks at that and goes, "Oh, that's yeah, that's no big deal." I mean, it's all fake. It's like, no, 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 no. <laughs> that's a big deal. I'm sorry. It takes yeah. a ton of balance to do that. Mm -hmm. So that was, yeah, that was pretty cool. I and I don't think anything really was going to happen because you can't really run back the highlights of that with them wearing the shirts and stuff, you know, that's, I know they have to do that in Saudi Arabia, but like, you, you know what I mean? You're not going to have that as your opening, you know, highlight reel as the show's coming on. That's so, can't really use it for that. But uh, it, it's, it's good. I just think Bianca, they, 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 they botched that so much, um, the way that they took the belt off of her and, it's almost like you you having to do re, a little bit of rehabilitation, which you shouldn't have done because she was already on her way to the top, and you just you know they're having to undo the dumb things that they did. So, uh, but this, I, I mean, I like all three of these people, and they work well together, and it's enjoyable mm -hmm. to watch. You know, yeah, it really was. Main event time: uh, Roman Reigns defending and retaining. His Universal Championship against Brock Lesnar, and I think the biggest thing to take away from this is the um, the kind of denouement to this match, uh, right. which was Brock Lesnar, or sorry, which is Paul Heyman throwing the championship between uh, between Roman and Brock, and saying, "You know what to do with it," and just kind of turned his back, and right. uh, we get the USO double double super kick. Um, yeah. And we don't know who yeah. the you was, right? We're still in a mystery. Of don't know. Yeah. But I but I think that is to piggyback off of Friday night show. Um, 
maybe it was two Fridays ago, um, when they had the contract signing. Um, and he was like, oh, I read, and you know, Brock's signature, I read over the contract with my advocate, Paul Heyman. And I think, you know, it's tough to tell, but I think this is great character work from Brock. Um, yeah. some, some of the best we've seen from him um, very recently. But um, the, match, the match was fine. It keeps mm-hmm. the title out. It keeps the title on Roman. Yeah, and 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 it doesn't do anything, really. It it's it it furthers the story. It's, it deepens that mystery. Um, so it accomplished that. Uh, yeah. I, um, although I will say this, we know. I, I think we can all feel that this is this is working towards Paul Heyman stabbing Roman in the back, and we get babyface Roman Reigns that they've wanted all along, right? So, so this great, this great heel run, and I'm sorry, that's, and you know, you guys know, I, I've always been a supporter of heel Roman. He was already a heel, right? People already hated him. It was, it was such an easy thing to do, and so they've done it. It's worked well. It's worked well for Roman. It's made him look good. He looks better in ring. He looks better in ring. He's a better character as this guy. He's run with it. Done. I mean, he's way beyond what he was. You know, two whatever two two years ago, two and a half years ago, whatever. And it's I'm not even gonna say the thing that Pat would want me to say right now about how <laughs> if they how if they had done this heel mm-hmm. Roman thing, you could turn him face and it wouldn't have been necessary to do the um I'm not gonna say it because we'll you know I don't want yeah. to you know you know what I mean, you know. Yeah that, you can get him over as a baby face because it's, it's, it's going to work. I'm just putting that it's yeah. going to work. Yeah. So. Um, but yeah, um, the best Saudi show, I think, since their agreement with Saudi. Um, only good things to come, hope, hopefully. Um, first, the first time I would ever recommend anyone who didn't hadn't already seen it to go watch it. I, and, and I could never say that yeah. about another Saudi Arabia show, except to watch Titus yeah. O'Neill. Titus O'Neill fall into the ring. That was the only other world slide. Um, but yeah, good good show. On to Bound for Glory, Impact's flagship show. Um, if you've seen my prediction show, ha ha, I only missed one again. Gosh, just just doing great things here. Mm-hmm. Um. On the on the uh, on well, I, I was called a BTI, um, but um, I guess before the show on their on their pre-show, um, they had a sixth way to determine the inaugural Impact Digital Media Champion. Mm-hmm. Um, uh, you had Jordan Grace, um, who would end up getting the dub, uh, defeating Chelsea Green, Crazy Steve, Falaba, John Skyler. And Madison Rain. Um, I don't really know all the details to this title. I still don't. Yeah, me neither. Um, it makes me seem like this is something that they can put on their YouTube channel, um, and it'll be kind of like um, like a digital extra or something. Um, I don't know. Yeah, or 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 it could also be the like twenty four seven title. You know what I mean? Because especially it's because it's gimmicky because you got, you know, you had both men and women and 
um, you had, so it's kind of an open title, uh, which is yeah. kind of cool. I'm not going to, I'm yeah. not going to lie. I think that is kind of cool. But, um, so, but I just hope it doesn't end up like that. Like, like the 24 seven title. Yeah. Um, on to the main show. Um, super smart here from Impact to do this. Um, the debut of the inspiration. Uh, that would be Cassie Lee, uh, formerly known as Peyton Royce and Jesse McKay, better known as Billy Kay with her time in WWE, mm -hmm. um, taking on Decay for the Impact Knockouts Tag Team titles. Um, and they get the win. Yeah, that was they awesome. They win in their debut match. Um, this is the most I've cared about women's tag wrestling in a while. Right. Hey, this, let me let me just throw this out here at how iconic a win that was is that <laughs> that would be the first team ever in history to hold both the Impact and WWE women's tag team belts. How about that? Yeah, you're right. In history. Um, and if you remember during the uh, uh, FTR um, Lucha Bros match from a couple weeks ago when they were the Luchadors all dressed in green that they tried that. Um, mm -hmm. they, di they did a little shout out to the Iconics in the Love middle it. of that, in that match. So, um, yeah, this was, yeah, I don't know. The, I mean, whatever, they win the belts. I, I'm not sure. I'm not a big fan of like people de debuting winning the belt, but, you know, they're definitely the best women's tag team in Impact. I don't think that's a question at all. Yeah, I think, um, I don't think there was a lot of other options. <laughs> right, yeah. Um, unfortunately, um, you know, and we've had, you know, a few teams come and go. Um, but since they brought the titles back, we had, we had Fire, we had Fire and Flavor. Mm -hmm. uh, they dropped it to Jordan Grace and Rachel Ellering, mm -hmm. who dropped it back to Fire and Flavor, who then dropped it to Decay, um, and then now we have the inspiration. Um, so I, I think this is super great for the division. I think mm -hmm. it's I think it's great. I think this puts some exposure on the knockouts division in general. On top of the match, we'll talk about here in a little bit. Um, but this 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 is a great debut. Yes. I'm super I'm super pleased with it. Um, but on to my match of the night, uh, we have a new X Division champion, which was going to happen anyway because it's vacated. Um, right. And this is Trey Miguel going over El Fantasmo and Steve Macklin. And <laughs> Trey, Trey, Trey Miguel's a star. <laughs> yeah. I mean, no surprise there. Um, and you know what? I said a lot. I, I said two nights ago, but. Bonus point for me because I I predicted the Trey Miguel would get the win. He'd go over El Fantasmo. Why? Because we're protecting Steve Macklin, and you know what? He did not disappoint in this match either. He's a he's a pretty thick guy, and he's moving. Yeah. You know, and yeah. I I don't think he's gotten that opportunity to kind of um, move with guys like this. You know, Trey Miguel's you know yeah. a little bit of a quicker high high flyer guy. El, yep. El Fantasmo 